It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Day one, MJ BizCon at the Las Vegas Convention Center. I'm here with Brian Buckley with Hellman Valley Growers Company. Brian, thanks for being with us on The Talking Hedge. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. How long have you been in the industry? How'd you get into the industry? What brings you to Vegas? Absolutely. So we tr we started this back in 2016. I'm a 100% disabled veteran. Started seeing what uh, cannabis was doing for me. So we went to Congress and asked them the question, what do we have to do to get this into the VA medical system? They said, go get data and go get American doctors. So we started a nonprofit called Battle Brothers Foundation. And then from there, we partnered with a firm out of Israel called Niamedic Healthcare and Research Services. That's been operational for about 20 years now in the cannabis space. From there, we started looking at how can we pay for this? So we looked at a Paul Newman salad dressing bottle and said 100% of profits to charity. So we decided to launch our own brand called Hellman Valley Growers Company, where 100% of our profits goes back to fund our veteran medical cannabis research initiative. And with our first $50,000 uh, after our first sale, which was February 2nd, 2020, we used that to pay for a study design and it was approved for an institutional review board, meaning that we've been cleared to do human trials using medical cannabis. And we're going to see if it can reduce the symptoms of post-traumatic stress. And with that, we have Niamedic, and then we also brought UC Irvine Health on board as our American face. So this is what we've been doing ever since, and it's great to our uh, customers because they know when they buy our product, not only are they going to get something high quality, but their dollar is going to go beyond that and save the life of a veteran. What was that process like? Because we, we know that there's that patent, 6630507, as a neural protectant, but it's still Schedule 1. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine that's a pretty frustrating experience, being a vet, serving your country, and then your country saying, no, you can't have this natural plant. Where are they at, and, and, and how? what's that process? It's been a really challenging process. I mean, even if you look at what some of our taxpayer funding is going over to Israel to study cannabis, yet we can't really use that to say it does good, that we know it does. So for us to get that institutional review board was a lot of education. They wanted to know if we had a DEA license, where we're going to work with Old Miss and the NIDA program. And our doctors at NIDA Medica kind of, kind of educate them on what we were trying to do. And that's where we were able to get a private IRB and that's what we want. So we can kind of control it and we're not using outside sources and we can kind of manipulate things as we gain more data from our veterans of what actually works. And we're very bullish about it because Niamedic has already done it. They've proven it in PubMed that it can help. We just need to put the American face on it. So kind of instead of running up the mountain, we're trying to walk around it and then just prove the data and the results to them with American doctors. Yeah, I'm curious if, if my dad would still be alive uh, having been in Vietnam um, and doused with Agent Orange yeah. and, and dying of multiple sclerosis. If he used cannabis earlier, um, how that may have extended his life or made, you know, helped him die more comfortably or, or whatever. Um, what are you finding as, as the best resource for PTSD and, and ailments uh, related to military combat action? I think it's great when you're, you're going through more of the education side. Obviously, the Israelis, I'll keep harping back, they're decades ahead of us. So I think they give a good baseline of what can work and what can be effective. And then I always tell people, you know, not every dispensary is made the same. And you got some dispensaries that just want, like, they want that door moving and they're going to get people in and out of there. And then you got others that really focus on the medical side and they have they can consult with a nurse or something like that. And I always find good benefits there for veterans because they take it slow, they kind of try to find what works out for them, they understand using a diary and to, or journal, if you will, to see what strains and cultivars are best for them. And that's where I've seen some of the best results is when they take time to research and talk to some professionals who can help them guide them on that path. I want to push back on you on, on that because my experience is different. Okay. So my view of, of military, I worked in a military town called Bremerton. It's uh, one of the, the ship 
building uh, places in the U.S. They have a sub uh, a submarine base there, and there's a lot of pride in that community. Yeah. But having been a bank manager, I saw the worst credit I've ever seen because they move around a lot yep. and they're busy and you know sometimes you forget to update your bill and then all of a sudden you're late and then they send you to collections or you go overseas and uh, and and their credit just goes to, to, to garbage. There's a lot of pride in the military and I think that's a hindrance where they don't want to ask for help. Mm. I'm there for my community and yeah I'm in a tie and maybe that's, that's some distance or whatever but they don't I don't know if the, if the if the vets in that community, from my experience, felt that they could go and ask for help. Yeah. So there's a lot of pride, and maybe too much pride. Is that a hindrance? It can be, and those are things that we've worked on in terms of you know even with post-traumatic stress, guys don't want to admit that there's something wrong with them. I mean, I served in special operations. You have the alpha of alpha males. Yeah, we could just generalize it, make it ED. They don't want to talk about erectile dysfunction, let Absolutely. alone their own problems. But we're kind of breaking through that barrier of being like, hey, you can keep going down the same path and having the same issues of whatever may be bothering you, but it takes a real person to kind of put their hand up, say, hey, there's a problem here and I need some help. I'm 100% uh, disabled. I've been diagnosed with 100% post-traumatic stress. There were times I had to sit down with people and just kind of talk and get some things out and then start talking to people about what would work best with cannabis. And just being that, have that intellectual curiosity and trying to find a way that I can live the best life I can live so I can live a great life with others, it just takes a little bit of you talking to yourself like, hey, check your pride at the door and let's do what's effective for you and get, you, get yourself right. Because at the end of the day, these men and women have gone forward and fought for our American dream. Now it's time for them to live the American dream they fought so hard to defend. So if you're, if you're living, um, if you're leading by example mm -hmm. and, and you're living your, your values, can you kind of explain to people what you did with the stress that you've had, the PTSD, and yet you're still here and you're talking to me yeah. and you look, you look normal? Yeah. That's, that's a huge progression, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Can you maybe tell the uh, tell the investor audience and, and the people listening how you did that? What are the steps you took? What are the cannabinoids? Maybe some of the dosing. Just a little bit about what you did, so that people can either emulate it or reach out and ask you how you did it. Yeah, really, what I did was, you know, kind of taking a step back when I was, knew there were things going on. I mean, especially when I got out of the military, and you kind of lose your identity, and you just kind of go through a whirlwind of events. I literally sat down and met with a therapist once a week for probably about six months and just kind of got things off my chest and started making me feel better. Uh, when I discovered the plant, I just have a hard time sleeping. Uh, I was shot throughout my body, I was shot in the head, so I just have tremendous tinnitus and I just can't get a good night of sleep. The first time I used cannabis, first time I went down and stayed down. And for me, I just kind of found my routine. So what I typically will do is at nighttime, say right before dinner, I might take a vape pen and I'll hit a couple hits on that one just to get my endocannabinoid system kind of warmed up a little bit. Wife and kids are all in bed, I'll take a couple more hits and I'm done and I'm feeling really good. And what has been helping me is really like an indica with myrcene has been a great one. Uh, we actually have a cultivar called Afghanimal that we literally call lightning in a bottle. When we gave it to the Israelis to look at, they freaked out because they said that's exactly what the medicine should be doing. Turns down the white noise, gets you euphoric, you relax, and when you go to sleep, if you get up and have to use the restroom, you can come back and go right back to sleep. They're like, that is a beautiful thing. So that's where I just tell everyone, it's like, it's a shooter preference. And we'd always say it in the military, like, I don't care how you put your gear on you, but you better be effective on how you do it. 
I think with cannabis, it's got to be shooter preference. You find what works for you, and that's why I think a journal is so imperative to have that you can kind of take notes, what was your dosing, what did you feel like, and maybe refine from there. Interesting. All right. Got me thinking about a lot of different things. Um, I'm curious, if somebody were to take cannabis, is do you think that the autoimmune issues could be alleviated through cannabis? I mean, I know you're not a medical expert. Sure. I'm just asking your your opinion about cannabis in general. If if there's people who um, they feel shame in using cannabis, yeah, and they don't want to use weed or marijuana, right? So they don't understand cannabinoids. I'm curious if my dad would have lived longer because if you have a dry ECS, if your endocannabinoid system that is like the circuit breaker on your house with individual systems your digestive system your respiratory system all your systems run on this but if your if your ecs is dry and you don't have cannabinoids is that going to perpetuate these um neurological disorders or autoimmune diseases what's your personal opinion i know you're not a medical yeah doctor. i think there is so much untapped potential with this plant and things I've heard from medical professionals where they're not ready to come out, I think you're exactly right. I think there's going to be so many things we're going to discover about this. I mean, I even heard Newt Gingrich do a quote where he's like, if we had a doctor run into the Amazon come out with a cannabis plant, we'd be giving them Nobel Prizes left and right. It's just been so destigmatized by the war on drugs and so on and so forth. So I do think things like symptoms of post-traumatic stress or if you're looking at things like cancer or other things like that, I think there is some upside potential that this plant's gonna be able to help solve some things and do some real good. And it's just a matter of us proving the benefits and hopefully moving it down the schedule or just getting it completely descheduled so we can open the door with more research and see actually what this plant can really do. There's a couple um, military-based cannabis groups, 22 Too Many that emphasize 22 suicides per minute, um, and, and there's other military groups. What, how is your drive uh, unique from these other established groups? You know, we, we what we really appreciate, and there's so many great veterans groups, and we work with a lot of them, they do a lot of advocacy work, and that does tremendous stuff. But I kind of looked at it in a way like, well, let's actually just prove it with data. Like, numbers don't lie. So that's when we wanted to take a different approach and really move the dial. And like I said, having the opportunity to meet with some members of Congress in 2016, they were like, listen, I'll sit here in a, in a closed room and say, yeah, it works, but I'm not walking out there in front of Karen saying that unless you can prove it with data and we need the American doctors. So we just kind of basically said to hell with it, let's go for it. You know, typical Marines, we just walked out like, we'll do it. And then we're like, how the hell are we gonna do this? And luckily, like I said, we found Niamedic and things to start rolling that way. And I actually work with some members of Congress right now and we update them on what we're doing, both sides of the aisle. And I think it's gonna be a pretty incredible next couple of years when uh, things really start moving. That's awesome. Where can people find you at if they're interested in donating, participating, getting involved, whatever? Where are you at on social media or otherwise? Yeah, they can check us out at uh, HVG Company. They can go to our website, uh, www.hvgcompany.com. And if they want to check out our nonprofit, Battle Brothers Foundation, which is a 501c3, they can go to www.battlebrothersfoundation.org. And we're just not there pushing cannabis. It's more of a holistic approach with Battle Brothers. We just want to find the right remedy for each individual veteran so they can go live that American dream that we talked about earlier. Okay. And we'll put some of those uh, links in the show notes as well. Perfect. Um, so I think with that, we're going to have to wrap this one up. Yeah. I want to thank my guest, Brian Buckley. Uh, he is the uh, CEO of um, Helm, Helm? Helman Valley Growers Helman Company. Valley Growers <laughs> Company. All right. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't. And I'm out. Appreciate it, man. Awesome. Thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out. 
can check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Canachix Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they build their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.